You're listening to the Funny Women Survival Guide, the uplifting tongue-in-cheek podcast where we chat to British comedy's funniest females in an attempt to cheer up and entertain the nation in these uncertain times. And here's your host, Alexis Strum. Welcome to the show. I hope you're all staying really, really alert and that you've managed to get yourself some yeast and a decent pair of hair cutting scissors. Who knew these two little items would become so very desirable right now? Anyways, today's show um, is a good one. We've got special guests Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, aka Comedy Double Act, Shirley and Shirley. And they're a bit naughty because the, the topic was supposed to be parenting in lockdown. But yeah, they just went off piste, really. We talk about Corona crushes instead, which I'm totally down with. Um, There's a side salad of parenting chat. But anyways, these ladies are absolutely bonkers and I love them. We talk hot monkey sex, nether region numbing mum jeans and the lockdown sniff test. Also joining us in the studio is Lynn Parker from Funny Women. And stay tuned to the end for some comedy recommendations to keep you entertained until the next episode. And welcome to the show, Joanna Caroline and Pascal Wilson, a.k.a. Shirley and Shirley. Hello yeah. and welcome. Hello, we like to have at four names at all times. It doesn't get confusing at all. Very confusing. I and am- hi, Lynn. Hello. Hello, Hello Shirley's. Hello. Hello. It's good to be back in the world. I mean, it's just like nothing ever happened, right? Guys, it's, I mean, yeah. I tell you, I've had enough of seeing my dusty face on the screen all week long. If it's day after day, and I'm just judging, I'm ju- judging my hair, judging it all. It's awful, but it's great yeah. at the same time. Um, Shirley, have you had one meal that hasn't been in front of a computer screen? No. Every time I see you walking down something, you're just having all your meals in front of Zoom or yeah, or otherwise. Are you attached to the computer? Are you docked, basically. I am. I am. Okay, cool. Good. Well, listen, I'm all zoomed out, guys. I'm all zoomed out. But this is lovely on Squadcast and to be on the airwaves. <laughs> squad. I feel like I have to do some sort of gang sign when I say Squadcast. Yeah, absolutely. You've got that down, Alexis. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, ladies, um, this is great because I know that you're starting a podcast as well. So we thought what we'd do is, like, get our enemy, our mortal enemy, and befriend you and bring you on our podcast. Ah, keep the enemies close. Yes, um, exactly. Now we know. But tell us another podcast that you're working on at the moment. We've started it, which is good. It's called Mother Funk, and it's one of our, one of my, our greatest achievements since lockdown. I don't know about you, Shirley, but that's how I feel. <sighs> it's just so hard, isn't it? There's so much competition. I'm never quick off the mark to like make videos or create content. I'm just always the. We're always actually joint. I don't know why I just um, ex- exclude you. We are always the last. <laughs> party it feels like so it's really so basically someone might think oh wow they've got a podcast in lockdown no this has been thought about and in the making for absolute years since podcasts started so we finally got our um, act together and um, so we are really we are really pleased with ourselves and we're managing actually about though it's about well it's meant to be about making pickers era parenting but essentially all we do is talk about what we've eaten that day and and our vital organs in one way or another and our leisure wear so it's essentially a parenting podcast, but we talk we about... We don't mention our children. Anything about our children, our <laughs> So we, because we had um, children basically at the same time, they're 13 days apart, and we, we've been a double act for now, Lynn will tell you, for about mm. um, <laughs> nigh on 13 years. Yeah. And... Um, and we've, we're old friends and, and we basically had these children at the same time and we've, and, and 
And so we've got all these similarities, but we realized once we had the kids, how differently we're doing everything. So I'm with a woman, I had a baby, Shirley's with a bloke. And um, even that in in of itself just creates so much humor and so much difference. So we thought we've got to go tell the people. Yeah, I love it. And I love how you say leisure wear. I don't think I've heard it pronounced that way. It's the only way to pronounce it. Leisure wear. Lockdown leisure wear. Might start my own label, actually, call it lockdown leisure wear. So, Pascal, um, you shared with us your mum jeans. And and unfortunately, our listeners can't partake in the the viewing of said mum jeans. Could you just talk through what is is a mum jean exactly? Very good question, Alexis. Now, first of all, I don't like the expression mum jean. Because effectively, mm-hmm. it means an unsexy jean. And that's very much what it is. Now, I bought a pair of mum jeans for Christmas. They're very tight around my groin area. And they're very, they flare out. It's a lot of denim. And um, it, essentially, I haven't been able to feel between below my waist since midday when I put them on. Now, I'm actually putting them on just to stretch out, just to get them in the uh, in the relaxed mode. You know, so, yeah. So they're, they're, they are button. I've undone the top button. I'm not going to do it back up. But basically, they're meant to be a relaxed jean and there's nothing but relaxing. Nothing relaxing about mine, I'm afraid. The problem is that your leg is too long. You've got yeah, a very long you. leg. Yeah. And I, I do believe, I don't want to make assumptions, but you've probably gone for a size too small. You're Sorry, absolutely I said right. It. I no, said, said it. it. Absolutely, Shirley. No, no, you called it. You're right. I think I've gone for a couple of sizes too small and it was because they didn't have my size. And I thought, you know what? I'm down if I leave the shop without my mum jean. Do you know back in the day... Alexis Lynn and those audience who are listening. I used to borrow, Joanna and I used to live together. I used to borrow her jeans and she used to be furious with me because I used to put the knees in the wrong place. And they were always such a lovely soft denim. Do you remember? You used to be absolutely furious. Well, I yeah, I just, they were just baggy down because we've got such different length legs. And yeah, I'm a stubby Joe. You're a, a I'm not sure female. that's going to help your future as a double act if you have different size legs. I'm really concerned. Um, well, I mean, how are we going to cope outside of lockdown with different size legs, girls? I mean, yes, I know this is this is something we need to work on. Stilts for me, I think, uh, and a little cheeky amputation for Shirley. <laughs> Tiny little amputation of the cankle. I don't mind if I do. But yes, so I've got a bungee on. They're meant to be relaxing, and they're nothing but. Well, that's that. not leisure wear, is it, darling? We need to, no, we need to be a bit more. Bit more in the sweatpants, perhaps. No, Shirley has been making the longest. Shirley has been making a real effort during lockdown. I have to say, she's always very, very glamorously dressed. I make very little effort. I'm still in, still sort of pulling out huge apple catchers for knickers. Still reaching for a maternity bra, even though I stopped breastfeeding about nine months ago. And um, I couldn't be lazy. I couldn't give less of a. And I just, I should make more of an effort, but I can't be bothered. You've all turned up today. Lynn, Lynn is 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 rocking makeup. I think I can see a little light. Uh, this is kind of a wedding yeah. wedding look. I feel. Oh, thanks. Oh, that's a light wedding. A light wedding. <laughs> that's <face>. next year. No, I have married again, Lynn. No, no, my son, my <laughs> oh. son, who is thirty-one. Uh, gosh finally kind yeah of not. is no no not finally on. they're very relaxed about it actually but, um, yeah by the sound of your undertones so i could tell yeah. we were actually saying on um our podcast the other day the two biggest hits on the internet currently mm-hmm. gardening and marriage counseling look lynn's going i know i've been on both i know um, <laughs> But, um, and, and I have, I've got my gardening books. I'm not naturally green fingered, but I'm making a real effort. But I need to work out, you know, which which side of the garden, which gets more sun and get the right soil. You no, know, there's lots of things to factor in. So no, I, I'm I have wondering if you can combine the two, really. Marriage counselling and gardening. Yeah. 
Well, One I mean, that's, the lockdown, other. that's a lockdown that's ingenuity a, there, right? How do you yeah. get the marriage counselling? I suppose you do it as a couple or is one sort of running away and keeping it, you know, trying to get some five minutes away? I think absolutely, <laughs> much the best. Um, and you have an imaginary boyfriend, so it's not really so much of an issue for me. Um, and things are actually going really well. Oh, I am pleased. But how, yeah. is it, how is it in lockdown? With uh, How old's your daughter, five? She's five, five. yes. What's it like at five? Because we're not there yet. Okay, so five is kind of an interesting one. They don't have schooling like per se. It's not like there's online classes so much um, and, and nothing's really like that hard. You know, it gets to a point where the maths gets hard and then you're like, oh, God, I can't do this. So it's quite easy. A lot of crafts. We do a lot of crafts. But she, lot of I, I take it she doesn't take her nap anymore in the day. She hasn't had a nap since, I don't know, 2016. So no, no oh napping there. I, I just don't know how you cope. Well done, you. Seriously, well done. She, she kind of stays up and she likes to watch Fern McCann, first time mum. Okay. Um, <laughs> class oh. of wine. No, um, <laughs> 10, about 10 usually. Oh, wow. Please. That's a long stretch, Alexa. Oh, my well God. Yeah, I want to freak you out for the future. Do you know what no, I mean? I'm very relaxed. Uh, where do you get time for your blow drives then if you are doing that much of a mothering stretch? Well, this is the thing. It's quite tricky. So I have to I have to just say mummy needs to blow dry her hair now. And I only do it probably once um, a millennium, so it's not really a problem. Um, but I'm going to see my Tesco click and collect driver tomorrow. Oh, I see. Uh, who I've got a bit of a strange crush on, so I've got to get the hair looking nice. Well, it's better than Chris Whitty, which was yeah, no, a I crush yes, earlier I in the I, week. I, oh, no, that's I was going to pull you up on that. Chris, I know what you mean. He, what he look? He looks like a very nice man, but he also looks like something out of Thomas Tank Engine. You know, one of those yeah. figurines. But very yeah. clean, but he's not sexy. Is that how you described him? Because he's intelligent. It's I, what is it? A sapiosexual or something they call it now? This is the new thing. Oh gosh, you got to come done, up with a new. You've done your research. One could argue that no, intelligent. I, I, I saw it on someone's Tinder profile. Um, but sapiosexual is being attracted to people just basically on their mind rather than all the other bits and bobs wow okay sure well, yeah. he's in luck then he is <laughs> <laughs> anyways we're completely going off on a tangent now i need to ask you questions about your lockdown experience and sure. how funny it is right okay so what i want to know is what is funny about lockdown so far for you what is I'm funny fine. about lockdown apart from our podcast? It's really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> that was one. the best plug segue I've ever heard. I really don't know. Um, I don't know. It's very difficult though, isn't it? This. I mean, I think actually, I was thinking about it. I think in terms of where we are now, it's a good time for sketch comedy. I think there's a lot of sketch yeah. to be had. Mm. Not to say that we've been pumping out any sketches on the sideline, but I just think it is quite a good time for sketch, you know? Because you can because film it quickly at home. I love how you've you completely changed the subject. <laughs> it's a well, great no, but I'm I thinking suppose... about things that are funny that could potentially be funny during lockdown. That's what I'm thinking about. Mm. What are you finding interestingly amusing about people's behaviour at the moment? I mean, I love that everyone's dobbing in their neighbours. I love that shit. I live for that. It's incredible. Um, yes. Um, Very and, British, isn't it? I mean, you say that, but we are sort of all a bit nicer. I've never had so many conversations over the fence before. I've never had conversations over the fence before since um, but lockdown. And it's our neighbour's birthday and we've done him a hamper because he was supposed to be taken to San Sebastian with his, by his wife. And obviously that's not happening. So we did a Spanish hamper for him. We would never have done that. We never oh, said hello. Oh, that's we never spoke. 
so that's what I'm finding really sort of not not necessarily hilarious but a really nice element of lockdown that people are just yeah. being kinder and and the weekly clapping is lovely brings people yeah, together it's hard though in terms of funniness it's very yeah difficult. I'm finding I mean, very little amusing at the moment maybe because it's day 40 in the beginning I was like yeah this is great loving it and as the days sort of wear on it's really grinding me I don't know how everyone else is feeling but I just think oh my gosh yeah. How much the longer only, can we do this? The only thing I'm finding quite funny is my bank balance. If you want a good laugh, then I'll just <laughs> my online bank balance. That's current and in and in the savings. Um, are you doing lots of, but are you doing much spending? I find yeah. I'm not doing much at all. Apart, I, mean, I suppose you know. But I, I don't put my hand in my pocket. Food, booze. I'm getting through the. I don't know about anyone else. I haven't stopped drinking. I'm getting wine orders. I would never do that before. But expensive. Yeah. They're over a hundred quid. You know, blood you, wine. How, where are you getting your wine from? My God. They're very good. They're around the corner from us. Oh, that's Port, a lot. Port. We'll come the next day. I'll send yeah, that to you. that's good. It's great. But, you know, minimum spend 100 quid. We get through that a week. Shush, shush. Don't judge me. I don't judge myself. I know. Lynn, yeah, they Lynn, do you a lot. Like, Lynn's, uh, <laughs> Lynn's enjoys a tipple. We, we discovered last week. What are you drinking? My, oh, wine. Just lots of wine. But the, white or red or orange? White. White or rosé, because that's what middle-aged women do and the other half is a gin and tonic man good Ooh. man I'm, yeah I like yeah, gin and tonic. yeah um do you get your drink from alexis do, i don't really know because um oh. I, can't, I can't do it i just can't because i've got to be so on the ball that's the thing about until I think 10 a yeah until 10 p.m a five-year-old takes a lot of it's, it's quite high on the energy levels and i'm i'm a bit of an older mum, obviously at 25 so it's quite a struggle to stay awake and stay up with her and oh, everything. I can so, imagine. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I'm tricky, tricky. Yeah. Fine. I mean, none of us know because we're all so young um, <laughs> how the older must struggle. But <laughs> no, seriously, I, I'm 42. I know it's hard to believe, but so it's a bit it tricky. Very hard to believe, Thank actually. you. I've got a hair clip pulling it all back. That's what Madonna <laughs> used to do. She had two hair clips and she'd attach them around the back, pull it. Please don't sue me, Madonna. I don't think she's going to listen. I used to be the same age as Madonna, but she's now about four years younger than me. So that's How did weird. That happen? I have no idea, but it's very, <laughs> very interesting. But it's funny, actually, with talking about older mums, we discussed this briefly on our podcast that we are actually geriatric mothers. And, I you know, know over 35, right? Over 35, and it really gets me. It doesn't get Shirley so much, but it really gets me. I just, you know, when you go in there and they just put massive geriatric mother and then your name underneath, mm. you go, excuse me, but yes. We are, we were, we are, we continue to be. It's not, it's, it's not pleasant. It's not a na- nice name to be labelled with. But How are you coping with having kids around? Shirley's got a system more than me a bit, haven't you? You've got time well, to I think we. I think well, you're still working, so you get, I, sorry to say, but I do see work as a break, personally. Um, because looking after a child all day, every hour of the day is exhausting, it's relentless and it's boring. It really is. You have your moments of joy. They amuse and everything. But on the whole, it's a killer. Let's be honest. Are you proud to say it's boring? I think we can we can disclose that information here. Oh, then no, it's, okay. it's, it's not. I can't say I'm into, you know, I'm entertained occasionally. And mm. as is he, he gets bored. I get bored. You know, we're not the, <laughs> we're not the same age. <laughs> um, and it, yeah, I find it exhausting. Whereas, whereas before lockdown, because, you know, uh, I, I had never he never bored me because we were always at classes we always go out we go and see people and you have a system and then all of a sudden you've got a whole day in in a house trying to amuse him and you go through your toys you go through the arts and crafts you run out of things to do and you go what now and you just look at the clock and you go fuck it's it's only 10 a.m 
whack on woman's hour that will kill some time and then you know oh gosh I can feed him then he'll be in bed and you know it's and it's sad to wish away the hours sometimes so you know it depends on what day but I find it I find it hard but and my willing my partner actually helps a lot whereas um the longer Shelley does does the brunt of it but it's, I don't I, work as I said I find work time off I do if I was doing work no. I would see that as time off What's so I work is- in the morning and then I and then I have him from sort of lunchtime until until seven. I'm not wow. That's why it I doesn't like matter. You know, even when you crap. even when you share the childcare, though, it's still it's just ruddy hard work because there's no yeah. access to all the childcare you could have had before. Parents, grandparents, all those other people that used to help out, friends, etc. Um, so, what's the most difficult time of the day for you then? You always quite early. Yeah, Shirley, you have yours quite My early. First you? hour. Because I can't bear okay. it. It's the first hour I go, this is the hardest because I'm just panicking. I go, I've got the whole day of it. I've got the whole day out ahead of me. And then once I get through, it's literally 10 o'clock, get to women's hour. That's my break time. He gets a snack and then it's then I can cope from there. Yours is at the end, isn't it? Most people's is at the end. It makes well, sense. Well, mine's from between four and seven or, two, you know, whenever. Five, Which six, an hour? Seven. Well, just mm-hmm. it, you know, feeding time at the zoo. You prepare something. <laughs> I, try, I really try and prepare something fresh. I just do. I like to make stuff if I can. If I can. It goes on the floor, it goes everywhere, it goes in my face. It's just it's mm. culture. I think again. the rejection of food is like, I've, I've been to enough auditions and been rejected in my time, but when I sure. made a spag bowl, slammed yeah. over it, serve it up, and she goes, that looks like dog food, I'm not eating that. It's it's hard. It's it makes really you want hard. to cry. It makes you want to cry. It does make cry. you want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand it. I completely get it. But yeah, it is. it's a hard slog. It is a hard slog. Have you been um, showering at all or bathing, yeah. bathing or something? What usually happens, he gets in the bath and I get in the shower. We share the bath. Sometimes he goes under and I miss him for a couple of seconds. <laughs> but on the whole, he manages to keep afloat. And then I shower him off with me in the shower. He loves it. So I've got a system with that because for years or since he was born, I've always got in the bath with him, which has been a killer. You know, tepid, dusty water. No one's having a good time. No one's enjoying the temperature. But yeah, so now we've got a system. He's in the bath, I'm in the shower, he comes with me. Sometimes he drowns, don't wash that. And uh, Joe, are you washing at all? Um, I, try, I try to wash uh, at least every other day, personally. And then um, I don't get involved with bath time with my son. That's something my partner does. They have, and she gets in, she hops in with him. That's her, that's her, her lot. Um, but yeah, I, I can't just be getting in that bath at just that, that height, you know, five, five millimetres getting yes. a, a warm bath and just no I can't so I don't get involved with that and I'm just thrilled I just have a bit of a sit down they and they piss about upstairs but I'm trying to keep up personal hygiene it's not always easy um yeah I'm ask about lockdown hygiene because like I like to do a sniff test obviously to um discern whether or not the clothes are wearable at that stage yeah. of the week yeah um do you think that it's okay a lockdown rules different can we can we Absolutely. relax the hygiene a bit Absolutely. Yeah. And the sniff test. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I go as long as I can. I don't wash it. I don't wash my clothes every day. Do you wash your clothes every day, Shirley? I don't. I no, mean, no. knickers. Like, oh, yeah. small, sure, sure, absolutely. Sure, sure. But I'm talking about, for example, delicates. I put on my first delicate wash today, which were my blouses, a couple of blues on. And I thought, oh, gosh, that's not a bad achievement. I'll take that off my list. But you know what I mean? I haven't done that. And I thought, actually, I will. Usually I just give it a bit of an airing. Yeah, 
I'm so glad. It's good that you're, you know, you're keeping it up, keeping keeping the routines up there. Um, so I mentioned about Chris Whitty, and you don't get the crush at all, but everyone's expressing these weird dreams, weird Corona dreams at the moment, weird Corona nightmares. Are you experiencing? Are you experiencing any odd Corona crushes? I mean, obviously you're in relationships, but the mind does wonder. You know, in the evening. Are you fantasizing about anyone in particular that you think, mm, I never would have fancied that person pre-lockdown? Oh, that's a, personally, it's not that there's one person in particular that I've had a crush on, but I recently watched Normal People. I know Shelley's heard me harp on about this all week, but I would, I've been watching Normal People on BBC Three, and it sort of made me nostalgic about, you know, those, the 20s and the 30s. I mean, I didn't go to university, I went to town school anyway, but, you know, that sort of first love, the sort of on-off relationships, the heartbreak, the back and forth, and then the hot monkey sex you get with that. That's what I was reminiscing about, you know? Lynn's just looking at me blank. I have been watching it. No, I was, I was, no, I was, I haven't, it's the sort of thing that I really don't want to watch. I know my my daughter, who is 27, had read the book and told me all about it. And I remember her saying, I don't think you'd like it very much. No, I, no. And I I think I'm the wrong generation. And there was some other aged uh, influencer on social media saying, Is that who I know who it was. I know exactly who it was. It was Jane Garvey, who's one of my heroines, talking oh, yeah. about how she sat for five minutes watching it with her daughter and then had to go out of the room because she said, I just can't watch this. And no. even, even the trailer makes me cringe. It's It's like looking in at your at your kids you know yeah. I, I don't it's feel not comfortable one, yeah it's not one to watch with your mum no. something like sex education because I know my partner's parents just absolutely love it and I wouldn't think that would be their thing at all but I, think I haven't I haven't watched that actually but I've heard that it's really good and it just hasn't I just haven't got round to that I'm yeah. still I'm still wading through the um things like the Kaminsky method which is very much targeted at my age group I've I watched also, that we were saying last, we were chatting to someone last week and saying about how um, our tastes have changed in general about TV watching. Um, and I do want to come back to you, Joe, about crushes, creepy yeah, crushes. I, want actually. Well. I, I know, no, but I do have a crush. Let's, let's hear. Come on. No, I mean it's not. It's it, the thing is, it will go down another path. So, okay. So I've just been uh, my. How do I? I haven't even said this word out loud. My audiologist. Oh. So yeah, I've been having a bit of hearing problems. Don't watch that. So I've been seeing this audiologist um, during lockdown and uh, and my partner knows. She goes, I can't believe if you start having an affair with the audiologist, why are you going for so many tests? And I said, no, he, but he's the most handsome, handsome man. I have, he's wearing a mask, so I, can't, I get quite disconcerted. I'm desperate wow. to see his, his nose and his mouth. I haven't told you. It's like eyes wide shut, isn't it? Like, so, I mean, I just can't tell you. Just so what are you looking at? His eyes? You enjoy I'm the corona look? And he's just so sort of tall and broad and handsome and just smart everything is so smart it's like he's just like out of a movie or something and wow. he's so charming and reassuring and lovely and meanwhile the partner's got a crush on um the lady who runs the um a deli down the road and she bikes over groceries to us once a week so we've decided <laughs> that I'm going to start an affair with the audiologist and she's going to have a, an affair with Gemma from Jones of Broccoli there we are shout out, shout out. <laughs> it's out there now <laughs> she hasn't even seen her. She just has. She just does the ordering on uh, on the phone. I'm the one who always answers the door. So I think. So she fancies time. just the voice, the voice That's of this the voice, and then my reportage. Listen, we're just talking about. 
Yeah, wow. you can actually just fancy it. You can, you, you know, if you like someone on the other end of the phone, you go, oh, they sound lovely. So is it just her manner and stuff? Is, or is it the voice? I, I guess it's her manner. So she was asking, so what does she look like? What was she wearing? I go, you know, this, then maybe. How old? Yeah. She, likes an older woman. she likes an older woman. So I said, you know, about, you know, 40s, I guess my age. She goes, oh, lovely. Okay, I'll answer the door next time. Okay, you are well. Yeah, I think so. So this old, wait, let's go back to the audiologist, right? So he's really handsome. You haven't seen, you've literally just seen eyes. What if he's got like really snaggle tooth kind of, or like it's something, possible, what would be really possible, It's possible, but everything else is immaculate and perfect. His hands, his, I mean, I just can't, I just, I came out, I just said, you just don't see beauty like that. You just don't especially in a, just an audiologist as well. Who does that? What sort of job is that? They put earphones on you and then you go into a little booth. You have a little, um, has anyone had hear to, hearing? I have. Hearing? You do the little click when you yeah, do, you do the click when you hear that. Just so, it's he, just amazing. And then, you know, then I, I did email him after, sorry if this is inappropriate, just want to ask. And got back to me and that was a win. Um, did you anyway, ask him because, if he was single? What was the question? <laughs> I know, no, no, I know that he isn't because... I went subsequently for another hearing test and he, I just go, I go a bit, <laughs> I go a bit often for these, you know, it, one might wonder. And he said to me, um, how was your week and whatnot? And I said, oh, it's been quite stressful what with the hearing problem. And I said, how was yours? Because my phone got stolen. And then he sort of hesitated to say it. And the thing is, I was, the thing is, I, I shouldn't have had it in my hand, but I was on the phone to my, 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 I go, say it, don't say it. Girlfriend. I went, oh. <laughs> not really I mean I'm glad the girlfriend yeah and then she's obviously from Barcelona obviously fit so I thought of course look at you of course you've got a fitty in Barcelona that you haven't committed to and you have to whatsapp and you've got the phone okay, I, I, I need you to answer this honestly you know his name right and you know right you know his first name and last name have you looked him up yet and I have the no I, okay. no I haven't and now I will though won't I after I get off this <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go google him no I won't because that's too much. Because if my partner saw that on the old um, history, that's just why. Are you, why are you googling him? No, it's just a little crush. I won't lie. Yeah, it's it's, it's important to have crushes. I think in times of um, great stress, the brain does really weird things, and actually having crushes, I think, is quite quite good. Quite a good thing. It's a nice way. It's a nice positive way to let all yeah. the anxiety go somewhere. And also it's nice to remember, especially when you have been in a relationship for a long time, it's nice to remember it's nice to remember that. You know, and sometimes yeah, you're not, you're not in a relationship. Sometimes you can just go shut down for so long. It's nice if someone just perks up your eyes. It doesn't mean you have to act on it. It's just I think it's a, a lovely thing. And I haven't looked for so long. So this is the first time I've perked my eyes up to the audiologist and, and pricked my ears up, should I say <laughs> <laughs> what's that Miller? <laughs> Uh, and how about you Lynn any any crazy crushes oh, crazy corona crushes I I can't think of any I'm 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 so past it you know I've been married for 33 years or something I can't remember how many years I've been married I've been married for so long no I don't I don't know what I I mean honestly the stupidest thing I've been thinking about because it's so, totally impractical my son and his girlfriend have been talking about getting a dog and they were going to foster this little Jack oh. Russell dog uh, who was going to who's who's called Waffle, but they ended up not having him. And I, I what cra- went through my mind is perhaps I should have Waffle and have <gasps> this little him. dog. Yeah, you definitely should. No, no, no. It got vetoed very quickly. It's just not practical. It's not. And like, I wonder how many people have been buying dogs during lockdown. I think so. Oh, yeah. we know we've, spoken, we've spoken to a few who have going. I'm really thinking about it. I'm going to get one. I'm going to get one. I just thought, no. As soon as you're out of lockdown, you, you're not going to want to. No. Well, this fostering thing is really good because you just have them until they get 
a proper home. So it's like, you know, have them for two or three months while they look for a, a long-term home for Yeah, them. but you're going to get attached, aren't you, Lynn? But uh, just to go back to your fabulous careers, darlings, um, what would you have been doing now if you weren't in lockdown? Because uh, I'm intrigued. We would have had a show next week. I keep getting messages on my phone to say, show next week. And it isn't an iCal. It's a sort of, I don't know, it's a report that comes through from Zadell. So, yeah, we would be doing a show. But that's been postponed now to November. Yes, so wow. yeah, live, live shows mainly, and we would be talking a lot about doing this podcast um, yeah. as yet unnamed mm-hmm. and still not getting our act together. And uh, yeah, we were going to film some short form content, which that oh, yes. sucked, but it means that we can actually focus on the script a bit more and make that a bit better, which is which is a good thing. But yes, um, the it, what the good thing about parking the live shows, although we did, we sold. I don't know how. I just don't know how it's going to work. I don't know how anyone. You'd sold out, girls. When you only put. No, I don't know how it's going to happen. Yeah. How are people going to come back to that sort of environment with ease? A dark yeah. comedy box. I, I won't. I know I'm not going to be in a rush to go to Soho Theatre. I know I'm not. How about online gigs? Have you been doing any tour? I've, I've noticed there's a few things popping up. I know Stuart Goldsmith is doing uh, his own online show. There's Russell Howard. <laughs> so yeah, lots of people have been doing online online uh, live shows, live comedy shows. Um, I know Joel Domit's got a show on TV at the minute. He's got like clips and whatnot. Um, Stuart Goldsmith's doing a live series. Is that something you'd be tempted to do at all? Yeah, we're up for it all, aren't we? Well, really? I was I, I was going to say to you, Shirley, I was going to say, because the, the reason we shy away from it is because we're two. And you know, all this is new. So it's much easier for stand-up to come and do his or her set a lot a lot more tricky for us and especially when you take us out of the live environment and put us on a little sort of zoom on a little computer it might our show I don't know it doesn't it might not work so I was going to say to you Shelley shall we rework our show so that it works for the purposes of online something like zoom so a bit more back and forth and get out there because we keep on being asked by next up which I know that it, you're affiliated with now funny women Oh, yeah. yeah, they're our um, partners on the Fine. Women Awards. Yeah, we're yeah. on there. So, our show's yeah. on there, and they keep emailing us. I shall plug it. Yes, they yeah. keep emailing us. Shirley's, please some content. And I thought about it. And I go, why are we shying away from this? Just because you know, so because we're all dinosaurs, Shirley and me. We really are. So we, we should get on that, and we will definitely. We've done a few online things, like a- interviews and whatnot, but uh, not our show yet. But you have got a show. You've got a series that you recorded. Um, yes. So that we've recorded marriage material yeah. is on um, next up when we had when we I think we were in our third trimester, and then the latest show, Bump and Grind. The babies are out, and we're talking more about before and after. So that that's this is our latest show. Brilliant. And we had a run, but sort of scheduled, penciled in at Soho Theatre. Now that's gone. Yeah. Yeah. August, I know. But who it knows? Still happen. It, it might still happen. happen, but it may be next year. Maybe next year, which is fine. It's all fine. The thing is, you know, it's really funny because we've moved from sketch to stand up, then writing a show together, a stand up show where we've done things basically the same but completely differently. You know, it's um, it's been a challenge, but it's been great. You know, once it's written, yes, we may as well get it out there, different platforms, because people are genuinely interested. You've been working together for, do you say, thirteen years? We did our first sort of proper show thirteen years ago, but we've been gooning around for many years prior to that because we went to the same school and we went, yeah we went to school and uh, ah. we've always been doing characters and little scenes and you know 
stopping parties turn off the music and then we go let's get some props we put like four on and then we just sort of start entertaining so we thought the end and then they were thrilled when we got our first gig they go now will you stop doing that in parties <laughs> and um, and what's the glue that keeps you together fear yeah i don't know actually do you think it is fear i think it's part fear part um perseverance the fact that we've been doing it for such a long time and comedy is so cyclical and we started with sketch we've now gone on to stand up and I think it's about sticking to your guns you know I think you've got to stick to your guns and you've got to have I think now our comedy is a lot more authentic in that it really is our stories and I think you know and that's I can't speak for the two of us but personally I think you know I think we really have a good USP whereas before Uh, you know it did work wasn't it filthy character but also on some level Oh, on some level, I am being sort of tongue in cheek here, but we do enjoy it. We do enjoy it. We still make each other laugh. I mean, less and less as the years go on, but no, we still do make each other laugh. And you know what? And, and it is as you do this longer and longer. What else are you going to do? You have absolutely yeah. zero transferable skills. I mean, the tech, the tech savviness or lack of on the longer Shirley's part, please. And I have no discernible skills. And what what I could go into the food preparation industry, maybe. I'm even out of touch there. What on earth would I do? No idea. So, um, you know, um, you can't even, you know, um, steal from the tills these days. They're watching you, aren't they? They do everything so differently these days. I mean, at least back in the day, please. Anyway, I just think, so we just keep, yeah, we keep at it. We keep at it. What do you do in your day job? Um, Well, my day job that I do at the moment, I work for a historical writer. So I do, I work as like a PA. And how, how are you finding that in lockdown? I guess you're always remote anyway, are you? Or No, I'm not. I'm usually in the office. Actually, it is more difficult because my hours aren't so um, structured. So usually I just do the mornings. I go, I work, I come home. And now it's sort of throughout the day. And I'm doing a lot of, I'm working in my son's nursery off an ironing board, surrounded by his toys and all of my office clutter. It's chaos. It's chaos. Sometimes I turn the light off just so that I don't have to look at it. I work in the dark. <laughs> Really, really. I was on the phone last night at 7.30 making sort of bank transactions and logging on. And I thought, actually, this is, I can't, you know. Are you finding it hard to switch off, though, in general? Because I, I, I mean, I don't know if I might be speaking just for myself here, but I find I go to bed with good intentions. I want That's it. I'm going to bed. I'm knackered. I can't stop scrolling. I'm sure we're all Googling the same things. I know you're saying about gardening is one of the top things, etc. But I can't stop reading about coronavirus. I just literally will not let it go. I've had to you know, I'm over it now. I've switched off completely because I was like that. And what good now? What just the figures going up? The same conversations being recycled. No, no sort of new information. And yeah. I, I need to just withdraw because it, it it got too much. So I know nothing. I don't. You know, I I know nothing. I watch the five o'clock news or the sort of update, the daily update mm. every day, and then and I do it as my son's having his dinner. His like yeah dinner. And that's what I watched. I'm really glad that old BJ's back, to be honest, because I was nervous. I can't be looking at that Dominic Rab anymore. He looks like a sweaty insurance advisor. I can't. That is quite hot as well. You really do. <laughs> you really do. Sorry to say. Can you bust me out? And also, out? he's not even bright. But anyway, that's by the by. But yes, I listen every day at five o'clock, see what's what. And you're right, it's the same old saying. I mean, it's just really depressing. But at least then you, that's my daily corona you know news and then I move on is there anyone that you're following on Twitter or Insta that is like actually cheering you up 
you know, any comedy. I, I really love Pamela Adlon. Is that how you pronounce her name? Adlon from Better Things. She's hilarious. And every day she's putting content out. And Daisy, oh my God, I always get her name Daisy Cooper from oh, yeah. this country. She yeah. does some excellent TikTok work. Is oh, there anyone really? that you watch like, oh my God, this is brilliant. This is cheering me up. No one in particular necessarily, but I have been looking at Twitter. I get Twitter lessons by my husband. It's so sad. But I do. <laughs> I'm so bad at Twitter. He gives me a weekly lesson. Occasionally it will put out a tweet. But um, yeah, so I look at, I, I'm looking at Twitter more and I'm looking at, I do Instagram quite easily. But Instagram's about, you know, putting pictures of dogs and you're, you're, you're starting holding an ice cream. What did you learn in your Twitter lesson this week then? I learned about handles, as in the word handle. Oh yeah, thank you, Alexis. Uh, <laughs> I I mean I am just getting used to it, you know, as a visual. I'm getting used to looking at it and seeing how people do it. I mean, literally, I'm very behind. Her husband gives, behind, basically behind. gives the same lesson to her each week, so it's just the same information, <laughs> a bit like Corona's news. It's the same information. It's just reminders. It's just Graham with that quick re recap every week. I'd like to say that she's wrong, but she's not. It's so sad. But listen, I know how to use a mic now. It's good. I'm at home using a mic. Not now, but, you know, we do that for our podcast. And I think that's a huge achievement. So, you know, it's a step in the right direction, ladies. Yeah, we're all going to come out this and, and it, with some new skills, aren't we, really? Cooking skills. Yeah. I've learned new things in the kitchen. Thought I knew it all. Um, technology. What have you learned? What have you learned in the kitchen? Tell me. Oh, <sighs> I've been doing a lot of baking and at, so my son may or may not have an allergy to eggs and banana so making cakes is very difficult and I haven't put him on sugar yet unlike Shirley's son <laughs> mine's not on sugar yet he will be soon and if, I'm terrified to give him sugar he's so wild anyway um try to bake a cake without eggs and a good substitute for eggs is banana and you can't have that either you've got a challenge on your hands so I've been doing mm. lots of baking without those ingredients. Sure, tastes like dog shite, but I do it anyway. <laughs> um, perseverance. perseverance. And I, I'm not usually a baker. The sweets don't really interest me. Um, I'm more of a savoury gal. But yeah, I've taken to um, my, my partner accidentally um, pressed the wrong button on a whole because everywhere's run out of flour because everyone's doing baking. Everyone's gardening, yeah. everyone's breaking up with their partners everyone's baking so the flour's out so she found a wholesaler she loves finding places where she can get something that no one else can and um i asked for two 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 five grams of self-raising and now we've got 15 kilos of plain so there are wholesalers <laughs> wow. each bag is three kilograms and she accidentally pressed five and so they all came oh, and so we gave man. one to the neighbor we've been you know dishing them out but you can't even put them on shelves they're just massive so wow on the door. So maybe you could use had your live date was going to be next week maybe you could do it as some kind of um bake sale or or wholesale event just on the door and two meters i could give them away yeah. slightly more imagine in times of corona just selling and just pocketing not even giving it to the nhs not really very um not, it's not very hashtag corona um, <laughs> that's a good idea though like, we'll take I, 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 I was thinking of shaving my head for the uh for the nhs to raise money but I don't know. I haven't got the money. Do you really want to do that? You're going to have to live with that. I first of all suggested that my husband did it. He's got his hair is growing up. It's, it's not so impressive yeah. for a man to shave his hair. No, it's not. And then I thought, and then it was your willing partner that said, actually, why don't you do it? And I thought, actually, why not? But um, it would be different if it was the summer and I could get my tan on. But at the moment, why like such a scarecrow on crack cocaine? I don't know. It's too much of a. Okay, I've got an idea for you girls. What about a 24 hour Shirley and Shirley thon? 
What would that include, yeah. electricity? No, I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. That's for but you I'm to thinking, take on. You're, um, <laughs> well, I don't know what you're doing. Shaving my head. What am I doing? What aren't I doing? I was thinking more that you could do some comedy because that's like, you know, I guess it's what you do, right? So you could do some like, some sketch work. You could have some pre-filmed stuff. Actually, I was going to ask, what is the best Shirley and Shirley sketch that all of us should be watching? Like, and where that, can we find it? Very good question. Still looks good. That is a very good question. Mm. Mm. We recently filmed some stuff called the Aussie Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I did was, watch this. Very good. Okay. Um, and prior to that, we have got some stuff online, which is BBC. It's really it's difficult. A lot of our we haven't filmed a lot of our stuff. And Lynn, you'll probably appreciate this because you've seen um, a bit of our uh, sketch stuff. It's very hard to translate because they're such big and outrageous characters. Uh, that look nothing like we do. And in in, in the space of um, a theatre, you can have imagination. You know, you just need a backdrop. You tell someone who you are, like with an accent and with sort of physicality, and they go with it for some reason in the theatre. And you try to translate that onto the screen, you lose it, very which hard. is why a lot of yeah. set shows don't work. A lot of them do, but a lot of them haven't, because it's very, very hard to translate character sketch from the stage to the screen. But yes, I'd say I'd say most recently probably the Aussie Girls. Like in the BBC yeah. stuff, it doesn't really, it won't really sing in the same way that it would ten years ago. And all our Aussie yeah. Girls stuff actually is on the uh, Comedy Crowd. It's another, it's another subscription channel. There, uh, do you know the Comedy Crowd? And didn't well, we? we, we you won an award. Or... You won an award for that. Yeah, yeah. we um, yeah, we won their competition. That's I've been actually doing that. It's been sending in a lot of our pre-filmed sketches into comps. Lynn, I've entered yours. Good, good. I was going to say, have you entered the Funny Women Awards? We we've, oh, just, yeah. we've closed the stage award now, but we're now uh, taking entries for writing and short film. So get them in for that. It's good. It's great you're still doing that. End of May, yeah, the deadline for that. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's, right, ladies, but... no, 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 sorry, go on. <laughs> well, I've kind of had enough of you now, I'll be okay. honest. And, um... <laughs> Many people uh, say that. It's always the way. <laughs> it's a normal sign-off, sadly, Alexis. <laughs> Do you think that's good etiquette for podcasting? I, I mean, you can use oh, that love for yours. Like, just, I've had enough of you. Bit <laughs> over see you. Finish. Cut. Bye. Um, no, what it, do you know what it is? I can hear downstairs doors being slammed. Oh, she's a very good And girl. I'm just thinking, do you know what? I bought her permanent markers, which was, I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, who does that? And, um, Various areas of my home have been permanently marked now. Oh dear! No. I, I was so stupid, but I love sharpie pen. Oh, I, I love the about sharpie. I've got every single colour. You know the whole range, yeah. the whole spectrum. No, that's it. That's it. And they smell fabulous. And um, yeah, so she's just she's sharpied my bedroom unit. She's sharpied the carpet, the wall. Oh dear! Books. You mustn't draw in books, right? How terrible is that? So, yeah, I'm going to have to go and check on it. I mean, that's always a good reason to end a podcast. And I think TV presenters do that as well, I'm told. Well, in, in the they go, lockdown. Yeah, like they go, oh, no, I mean, just like in real life, don't they? And they go, oh, sorry, um, this is great chatting to you, Channing Tatum, but I've got to go and check if my kid's drawn on the wall and permanent marker. Yeah, it is, I mean, you're right. It's exactly what they do. I know. I'm, exactly what they do. Do. I'm getting it now. I'm, <laughs> it um, I'm going to take my mum jeans off. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, ladies. You've been listening to the Funny Women Survival Guide, and I've been your host, Alexis Strum. Thank you so much to Shirley and Shirley, aka Joe and Pascal, and of course to Lynn. And finally, let's get to some recommendations. Um, 
I'm going to call them recommendations. Probably ditch that idea by next week. Anyways, check out Shirley and Shirley, of course, on Twitter at Shirl and Shirl. Um, in today's chat, we mentioned Stuart Goldsmith's Infinite Sofa, which you can find on twitch.tv forward slash Stu Goldsmith. And my idols, Pamela Adlon and Daisy May Cooper. Um, you can also find them on Insta um, at Pamela Adlon. So that's two A's in the middle and at Daisy May Cooper. I'd also like to recommend Will Hislop's Clap for Carer sketch at Will D. Hislop and Hayley Marie Axe's comedy YouTube series Sins of Solitude, which has a different one of the seven deadly sins featured every week. And you can find that at her Twitter, which is at Axe Hayley. And if you go to the funnywomen.com website this week, there's book news for Rosie Wilby and Laura Lex. Congratulations, ladies as well as Anna Morris's hilarious online videos and Tanya Edwards' brilliant Corona Diaries. Forthcoming events include Hilarious, Virtual Reality, Wellbeing and Humour in Isolation on 21st of May, and stay tuned for more comedy workouts. And finally, if you want to find out more about me, go to thetimeialmost.com, where everything is spelled correctly and my mum's very proud. Please subscribe, download and share this podcast and give us a few stars on iTunes if you feel so inclined. Thank you. Stay funny and stay safe.